Thanks for joining me on episode 1077 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Travis Rosser, the author of You Inc., the step-by-step guide for finding the business within you. I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talent, and your treasures to live out your calling. Having the ability to really find your gifts and calling is a key. And one way to be inspired to do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast by my friend, Scott Mader. We use this time nowadays to focus on having a relationship with God, to grow our discipleship, to extend ourselves. And so we often choose to give something up, not because we're giving it up, but because we're trying to eliminate distraction. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's Spiritual Foundation episode about investing in yourself, I talk with you about 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 20 through chapter 6, verse 10. I talk about the season of Lent. I also share how Lent isn't about giving things up for deprivation, but rather to eliminate distractions. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting in verse 20, says, We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteous of God. As we work together with him, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at an acceptable time, I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation, I have helped you. See now is the acceptable time. See now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacles in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we have commended ourselves in every way through great endurance in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, by knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute. We are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet are well known, as dying and see. We are alive, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. You know, this passage makes me think about Lent. We're beginning this week, the 40 days of Lent, when on all of the days except Sunday, we begin to go into what traditionally is seen in the Christian circles as a time of giving things up. It's seen as a time of getting rid or fasting or setting something aside. The truth is the the Lent season begins on Ash Wednesday and ends on Holy Saturday of the Easter weekend. 
Lint actually comes from a word that means to lengthen, as in the days are getting longer. We're, we're coming into the season of spring. And the fact that it's 40 days represents the time that Jesus spent in the wilderness in during the temptation of Satan and beginning and preparing to begin his ministry. It or also corresponds to the 40 years that Moses and the Israelites spent wandering. And the fact is that I'm glad that Lent is only 40 days, not the 40 years, because Lent is a time of repentance, meaning to turn away from something, to submit yourself to something greater. We often use fasting as an indicator of that. It's a a time of preparation. It's meant to be a time of self-reflection and self-examination and self-awareness. It does, historically, it does involve fasting and preparation for the baptism time of new converts as well, because, and in that moment of baptism, remember, everyone, the congregation, as well as the person being baptized, is acknowledging their time of turning away from sin. We use this time nowadays to focus on having a relationship with God, to grow our discipleship, to extend ourselves, and so we often choose to give something up not because we're giving it up, but because we're trying to eliminate distraction. We're trying to get back in touch with that relationship between ourselves and God in a more pure way. It's not about deprivation. It's not about giving up something that is particularly meaningful to you, though it might involve that. It it doesn't mean that you have to starve yourself or give up other things. In fact, you may actually find something that is an internal thing or something that you're doing or saying or acting in some way. It may have nothing to do with giving up an external item. Though I would say in today's world, it often does involve finding something that is causing a distraction in your life, something that's getting between you and the relationship that you need to have with others. That's why it involves self-awareness. That's why it involves self-examination, because the first step of identifying what is a distraction is to look at yourself and see what is it that is pulling you away from that relationship. And then when you find that thing, it's about doing something to get that out of your life temporarily or even permanently. I've often used Lent as a time to fast from social media. I've used it as a time to fast from certain behaviors and actions that were perhaps no longer serving me well in my relationship and my walk with God. And I've discovered over the years that sometimes when I give it up and really manage to do that for those 40 days, at the end of it, I look up and I realize that I no longer need it in my life. I've let go of it permanently. So I challenge you to examine yourself and your relationship with God and find something that you can set aside for these 40 days, not as deprivation or punishment, but to eliminate that distraction and help you build your relationship with God. Thanks for listening. 
thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor. Go over to facebook.com slash inspired stewardship and like our Facebook page and mark it that you'd like to get notifications from us so that we can connect with you on Facebook and make sure that we're serving you to the best of our abilities with time and tips there. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures, develop your influence, and impact the world.